0: Good morning, friends. My name's Andy Still Smith. My family and I worship at Hillsong Church, Century City. I minister to the gangs in Mannenberg and across Cape Town, where they call me the gang pastor. Today, I want to talk on perseverance. Friends, I'm pretty sure that almost all of us have struggled with the concept of how to persevere through this long COVID season. I think many of us thought that we had it all together when we survived 2020. But then 2021 started with a bang and with this wretched second wave of COVID infections and with so much pain for so many that I think even the toughest, grittiest and most faith-filled warriors amongst us probably have said words to the effect of how long can this go on? There's even a recognised term in the English language now called COVID fatigue. And that's not the fatigue from the direct effects of the disease but rather the weariness that so many feel from dealing with a seemingly endless and not time-limited barrage from an unseen silent enemy. But at these times, more than ever, we need to go back to the Word, to the very foundations of our faith, and say, what does the Bible say about persevering? And what does it guide us to do when we're exhausted and dismayed? Matthew 24.13 says, But the one who endures to the end will be saved. So what does this short verse mean? Firstly, I think it means that we should keep our eyes on heaven. But like many texts within the Bible, scholars believe there are several themes that this is talking to. However, the simplest, and I believe the most profound, is that it's encouraging us as believers to keep believing and enduring the challenges of the walk of faith until we meet Jesus face to face and then receive the blessing of eternal life. It's also an encouragement to keep our eyes on heaven and that's never been more relevant to most of us than it has been in the last 12 or so months. But you know, friends, we tend to get wrapped up in the reality of our problems. I think it's easy and for the most part pretty understandable that we get wrapped up in our own woes and difficulties. Ah, but I lost my job and I had to get a cheaper car. But my kids had to move from top private schools to the local high school, etc., But then I think it's always helpful to remember, and particularly in the context of this country, that there's always someone, and often many millions of people, whose circumstances are way, way worse than ours. And I think that empathy with our fellow man is one of the things that helps keep us grounded, connected, and ultimately grateful. You see, it's an endurance race, not a sprint. And I also think it's a great encouragement, at least to me, to persevere and keep going. Even when I had COVID recently and I felt briefly like death warmed up, I was blown away by how blessed I was to have a two minute queue for the test, to have a safe dry seat to sit on whilst I waited the short two minutes for the test. And then I even had a private doctor who called me late at night the following day with the test results and a ton of practical advice. And that contrasts with so many of my friends in the townships who have to wait hours, sometimes days for a test who then have to wait for days for the results and the situations in which it's, it's physically impossible to isolate, and then upon getting the results, they don't have any resources or access to medicines and the like. So truthfully understanding the relative blessing of my circumstances made it harder to complain and infinitely easier to persevere. I count myself particularly privileged in life in so, so many ways, but none more so than in the journeys that we walk with some of the gang lads and the young men from the townships in Cape Town. You see, their first-hand witnesses of perseverance, endurance, and resilience keeps me far more grounded than otherwise I would be. Their everyday stories of survival, of real heroism, and of incredible perseverance and resilience helps keeps me in a place of gratefulness for all the freedoms, the blessings, the opportunities, and even just the daily safety that I enjoy job forty two ten says after Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. You see, the more I sought to pray for my friends, the less I became focused on my own battles, and the more I prayed, the more I focused on God, and the more I focused on God, the smaller my own problems seemed that my friends is perspective. And perspective is a beautiful and a wonderful thing indeed. So friends, as we wrap up, let's not let the devil steal our joy, our dreams and our hopes. Let's not let him weigh us down with fear, but rather let's persevere. Let's think of all those that are having it tougher than we are. Let's pray for them and let's pray for our friends. Let's turn our eyes to the power and the majesty of our great God. Let's endure to the end. And let's do that together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening in. If you want to connect further with me, please look me up on Instagram or online, Andy Steel God bless.